Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. We didn't see you there. Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. What episode is this? It is episode 82. Ah, sorry, we're a little distracted. Um, we're getting ready for con preparation. So we have a little bit of a shorter episode for you. And not to mention we're recording this on Super Bowl Sunday. I know the Patriots aren't in, but hey, <laughs> Super Bowl and... I'm, po- rooting, I'm rooting for the Pokemon commercial. That's right, gotta catch them all. All right. So today, guys, we have a shortened, smaller episode for you, but we have it. It's filled with fan stuff. You guys sent us a lot of fan service. We're going to be discussing that. We have some new stories, most sent, mostly sent over by you, the fans. And of course, we can give you a little information on what you can expect for Con Month next month. Next so, episode. Yeah, you're starting next episode. That's right. So, uh, I'm so, not even sitting down yet. I know. So, uh, how do we begin? How do we begin? Where do we start? Well, the news. Do we need to ring the news bell? News. Yay. I have one piece of media news that I found really interesting. Right. And everything else comes from everybody else. Yeah. You guys the fans. I saw this thing on Facebook the other day. It was, um, a, so, some, somebody catching up with Keanu Reeves on the status of the Cowboy Bebop script. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, like, he still wants to do it. You know, like... I mean, obviously, that's not the unfortunate part. I actually am really looking for. I would really look forward to seeing a Cowboy Bebop live action movie, especially if it was done right, because I know Keanu Reeves was a producer on it. However, the unfortunate part is that he wouldn't be playing Spike Spiegel anymore, which, like, devastates me to no end. Yeah, that would. That's awful, because Keanu Reeves, to me, is the perfect Spike. And I love Keanu Reeves. I don't understand all the hate he gets. I think he's awesome. Yeah. I love watching his movies. I saw uh, this, this advertisement on the side of my Facebook page. It was. Uh, 3D printed stuff, and there was somebody who had a 3D printed statue of Sad Keanu sitting on their shelf. Ha! I thought that was amazing. That's pretty funny. Um, he's he's too old now. He he himself said that he thinks he's too old now. If Cowboy Bebop live action ever gets made, he cannot play Spike anymore. Right. And that's sad to me. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think that he would have done a great job. Uh, that was the update on that. However, he said that he still has a copy of the script, and he says it's amazing. Like if if it was ever to get made, it is an amazing script, and they hope he hopes that they revitalize the project. I mean, there should be new hopes in revitalizing the project, anyways, because they're probably gonna see how well the Ghost in the Shell live action movie does first, and they're gonna see how anime live action American Hollywood garbage 
uh, you know, can, compares to the media and how, how it, it reacts. And then people will say like, oh, hey, maybe we should make anime adaption movies now. Because, you know, look at how well Ghost in the Shell did. Eh, we'll see. The only problem being, too, is that Ghost in the Shell isn't coming out until 2017. Which means that if people see that and they're like, hey, let's revitalize Cowboy Bebop, it's not going to come out until like 2020. Yeah. I would still it, really it like It might this. be a better thing that if it just kind of stays its own well, whatever. You we're, know, still like, iffy, we're still kind of iffy We're still kind of on Ghost in the Shell anyways. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that one I'm I'm treading on very thin ice over. Yeah, but I'll say. I, I would definitely have higher hopes for Cowboy Bebop, though, is the thing. Yep. That's what I'm saying. That's all I have. That's all you I have. Don't have. I don't have any other news at all. Well, let's uh, let's shoot over to a news story that Gerardo sent us. So Gerardo sends us something straight from Funimation.com itself. And uh, Funimation.com says, hey, we are losing the license to Full Metal Alchemist. What in the so, world? So that's everything you like about Full Metal Alchemist. So you all Brotherhood's gone. Uh, actually, no, not everything we like about Full Metal Alchemist, because Conqueror Shambhala is gone. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Victoria would be okay with this. Yeah, because uh, it deserves to go away. So yes, uh, Full Metal Alchemist is going back into the Disney vault. Uh, we will not see it again forever until somebody else picks it up yeah who knows who will pick it up i guess funimation doesn't really seem like they want to relicense it you know why wouldn't they i mean it, it prints money yeah so uh march 31st is the expiration date for the license uh that is after anime boston so if you guys are joining us at anime boston make sure you buy up all of funimation's full metal alchemist merchandise yeah maybe they're doing the same thing like where they just you know Oh, hey, it's going away. Better buy it. And then it boosts sales and they make a million dollars. And then they're like, ah, just kidding. Yeah. They actually do that in marketing. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh no, yeah, absolutely. That's a real thing. Yeah, totally. So who knows? I guess we'll have to wait and see. But uh, we uh, we do have Full Metal Alchemist on, on DVD ourselves. I don't have my own copy of it. So John's lucky enough to just have that. But as soon as the license... I am the winner. As soon as the license expires, you're going to see a lot of gougers on the internet being like, hey, get Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood for $200. Oh, I know. People so, will buy it, too. Maybe I should sell mine for that much. Yeah. I mean, we have seen it already. And it's on Netflix. Well, maybe it won't be on Netflix anymore now. That yeah, that's true, because it, be fun- it would be a Funimation property, so it wouldn't be on, it wouldn't be on Netflix anymore. Uh, so that's it for media news, I believe. We just had that short media news bit for you guys. Yeah. Next up, I guess, would be gaming news. Uh, no real gaming news other than Street Fighter and Fire Emblem come out next week. Actually, the week that this recording comes out. We're going to be playing Street Fighter. Yeah, we're going to be playing Street Fighter already, and Fire Emblem will come out on Friday, which would be tomorrow. And then we've already been playing Naruto. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And actually, by, also by the time this recording comes out, uh, over on the Boston Bastard Brigade podcast, uh, No Borders, No Race, uh, I have a conversation with Evan and Phil the Issues guy about Fire Emblem. So go check that out, because it is an incredible yeah, it's conversation. Yeah, re- we, we discuss all the issues uh, from beginning to end of, like, all the issues that have been popping up about the quote-unquote localization. Yeah, the the stuff that we talked about on last episode comes up again. It's much deeper. Much, much deeper. You should te- definitely yeah, check it out. Because Phil the Issue Guy, he's awesome. Uh, he is a huge Fire Emblem fan as well. Huge Fire Emblem fan. Uh, that's it for game. No, that wasn't real gaming news. That wasn't but... news at all. Yeah, it is. It was just... It was just... Well, it was a heads up. Uh, it was a, hey, heads up. Go buy these awesome things so you can play with us. Oh, man. So uh, so Fire Emblem has a feature on it where you get to fight each other's armies online. 
So, like, you actually get to build your armies, to put them together, and then go online with those armies. Is it going to um, be able to even out their levels according to probably like, like it does yeah. for pokemon yeah you probably set up rules and regulations because i wonder if there's going to be like level one armies fighting level 50 armies you know what i mean ah, we'll see but uh you can do both local connect and online connect for that so right. that's pretty cool all right uh strange news do you have strange news no that's and that's the strangest news of all yeah it is <laughs> so uh but we do however if you go to the description below our fan brad sent us over oh yeah a, uh, a nine gag article it was oh, not, it's not really an article it's more of a picture set yeah so but it's a picture set of like 20 or something i think it's like 27 yeah 20 weird things that you see from japan weird products from japan and they're weird uh some no, not safe some not safe for work so be kind of yeah be cautious i mean some of them start off pretty simple like the square watermelon and stuff like that. i mean we've seen you've, them all you've probably seen every single one of these things on the internet as they came out but this is just the the anthology it's of like all one of those together. sweet reminders about like oh Oh, man, this is kind of why I like this culture sort of thing, you know? But, like, yeah, they have the square watermelons, and then they have the lady thighs, and then, you And know, then they have, like, the weird... Oh, the toilets? The toilets with the anime girls in front of them? <laughs> the, like, oh my some gosh. of them are laughing at you, some of them are embarrassed, some oh, of them are bending over. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Japan. And then the uh, Ahegao toilet paper. Yes. Ahegao toilet I may or may not know the artist who did that, but, you know... Whatever. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> so, description for uh, in the description for Brad's picture set from Nine Gag. There were some in there that were way worse than that, or weirder. Not worse necessarily, but way. Weirder. I've still seen them all beforehand, though. Really? Yeah. There were some in there that I hadn't seen before. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's it for strange news. That I guess that's as strange as it gets. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> Sorry, con prep. So because the news is over, yeah, we don't have anything else. Maybe we should take a trip over and see what. Our fetish of the week is. Wow! We can edit that in later. Uh, post. Yay! What is it? Uh, hang on, I, I gotta go find my phone. I, I gotta go find my phone to see what's on it. No, I I remember what it is though. Do you? Yeah. Oh yeah, the super popular so, yeah, thing so going this, on in Japan. Yeah, yeah, this is taking the internet by storm. How could I forget? Especially with um things like uh, J List and places where you can actually buy these products, which is pretty. Uh, cool. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't have anybody to share it with, you know, or, or give it to, but it is the keyhole bra. Everybody's a f familiar with the keyhole chest thing. You know, you have a little window to the chest. Yeah, it, like it was like that mom sweater. Yeah, <laughs> so like you have the window to the cleavage. Uh, that's called a keyhole. Well, this is the, the thing that's taking the uh, internet by storm is the cat keyhole lingerie. So there's a, uh, a cat shape in where that keyhole thing goes, and then you have the little bikini bottom that is also cat-shaped. Yeah, it has it has cat ears on the top. That's right. Yeah, I was trying so, to remember so you, what it was. So you have, like, like the keyhole, on, or not the uh, the cat-shaped underwear that's, like, a bikini string, uh, and then it has little cat ears on it. It's amazing how anatomically correct yeah, like, and it like is. Yeah, and, like, how it fits the body. Yeah, because the, the ears are, like, on, like, the curve of the thigh, which just is, like, really, an, a, like, uh, an impressive feat of anatomy, how cat's body works to... Uh, a, a person's body you know it's mm -hmm. just like i i think it's really cute it is it, it looks really cute it's, it's not it, it's weird because it's not like a sexy yeah lingerie and, it, well, and it's like not that. yeah and it's not filthy like you don't look at it to see it be like oh that's gross like um it's, it's but it has taken the internet by storm yeah like absolutely unbelievably everything every and the thing character. that's also amazing too is uh the other thing that's taking the internet by storm is dagashi kashi 
which yeah. I love Takashi Kashi. If you guys are not watching Takashi Kashi, you gotta watch it because it has two of the most popular girls on the internet right now. Yeah, it's on Hulu. Yeah, like the two girls that are starring in the show are everywhere on the internet right now. They're taking the internet by storm. Saya is best girl. And uh, <laughs> yes, Ho- and Hodoru is a lot of it's, it's a fight. It's a fight between. She's crazy eccentric and she's so unique in her personality. I love it. Yeah. Like she's well, so good. So I think Saya is best girl. I, I agree do too. That Saya no, is best I, girl. I agree with but, you. That but Saya a lot of people love girl. a lot of people love Hodoru. But you can find pictures of them in keyhole catwear. Well, you can find everybody in it now. I mean, like it's just the second that it popped up on the internet, everybody who has a Pixel account is just like, I'm drawing this. I'm trying keyholes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should try that. Maybe I should draw. Yeah. Maybe I should draw all of our Monster Hunter Weekend characters and with keyhole lingerie. <laughs> even like even our male characters. Yeah, even the male characters. Yeah. That would be awesome. So uh that's uh that's the fetish of the week. Uh, exciting. <laughs> Dagashi Kashi and Keyholes. Okay, so let's talk about what we're watching. I I'm not watching that much that's new that nobody's ever heard before. If you go back to the Yeah, you checked out other two, stuff though, right? Three episodes. Yeah. I tried um, Toradora. Yay, I love Toradora, even though the ending is severely disappointing. Is it really? Well, not severely, just, but, it, but you're just like, I want more. Yeah. It, it ends, but you want more. I I thought the first episode was okay. Mm-hmm. The characters were really unique, and uh, yes, Taiga... The, the, the characters, uh, his, uh, her characters are always unique. Yeah. Um, the little short tsundere, Taiga, mm-hmm. um, she is really unique, and I don't think I've ever heard her say you before. I, I, oh, yeah, I, didn't yeah, yeah. Re- I didn't recognize the voice. I didn't know a name because it was all in Japanese, you know. So um, I I did not recognize her. I have not had a chance to look her up yet. Any fans out there who know the voice actress of Taiga, she, really unique. Yeah. I've never really seen a character like Taiga before. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I think uh, if some of our fans should know that I, I do. I really, really love Toradora. This mm-hmm. is Andrew speaking. Uh, I really love Toradora um, and I really fell in love with it. So I was excited about Golden Time. I hate Golden Time. Like, with a burning passion do I hate Golden Time. That show is disgusting and disturbing to me. Ugh, I hate it. it like, yeah, it left me feeling, like, dirty and, like, really disgusted. I And, and that's really harsh, but it's true. <laughs> but, so, Toradora is just the one for me. Though the writer has a really good and a really prominent ability to have the main character choose the wrong girl. So Yeah, right. So that's uh, that's that. I started watching Gate. Oh yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, so uh, and and I really like it. So Gate is another one of those animes that everybody's like, you should really watch Gate. You started watching it, Jonathan, and then uh, so I started picking it up, and I super enjoy it. Mm. It's so fun to watch. Every episode is really enjoyable. The only thing that I'm finding about Gate is it doesn't know what it wants to be. Yeah, like they're trying to mix like darkness, like people dying and lots of like lots of innocent people being killed and bloodshed, and then adding like comedy in it. Yeah, and like cute, funny, harm yeah, cute, stuff. cute stuff. And you're just like, that's does not like it. It's so unbalanced. Is what like I I just find the unbalanced to be like. Oh, I did this funny thing. Do you think there'll be cat girls in this fantasy world? Genocide. And you're like, uh... <laughs> boo! Yeah, pick a plot line! <laughs> boo! <laughs> like, I was like, oh, ooh. But other than that, yes, every episode is really fun, and I'm really enjoying Gate so far. Yeah, I I still really like watching that show immensely. But what you haven't gotten to, season two seems to be immensely darker than season one, even. Yeah. So, like, you get to certain points, and you're like, Wow, this is just yeah, taking yeah, a whole yeah. new direction. Which is fine. I'll, I'll continue watching it. Yeah. It's... Um. And and of course, I'm still watching Tenchi, and that will come up in fan service again. Will it? Yeah. Okay. 
All right. Uh, so that's that's what we're watching. Yeah. Hey, so this is a short episode. Yes. We are prepping for the con. I agree. And <laughs> we are, in fact, doing that. Next episode is con month. Yep, it will be the start of con month. Start of con month. We don't know. We don't. uh, We haven't decided exactly what we're talking about. However, what you can expect, what we may be talking about, we may be talking about why we hate AMV so much. That might happen. Maybe. Maybe. But uh, that that's a possibility. And then we have other. We have really fun topics. What what were the topics that you came up with? Um, I I have. We'll talk about um over the years what the dominant. Anime yeah. has been dominant like, anime cosplay, cosplay yep. or um or even like they have to premiere it. You know, like what's Fun Major gonna premiere this year? You know, and then uh you have uh like the, I think we may have beaten this to death. I can't remember. I really honestly cannot remember if we've ever talked about this. But uh, uh our first con stories, right? Like yeah. first con experiences. What it's like to go to the convention. We have talked time. about early like being at our first con before, but we've never really dived into what was your experience going to your first con ever like we i don't think we've ever done that before honestly um but they're also that's true Uh, like the hotel even the hotel experience and what we did and and who we were hanging out with yeah yeah still don't know but um we also have an idea that we can dive into what it's like to actually be press that might be boring it might not be boring but it also has some funny stories to it because it really you does. know press people see things like from celebrities and things like that that nobody and like voice actors yeah that nobody else really sees and we also get to uh tell you about what it's like to jump lines <laughs> the privileges and the not privileges that we could talk about yeah oh my gosh we have some really crazy stories about that it's the hard knock life being press sometimes I think we could get, and some sometimes good... it's not because, like, we, me and Christine, when we went to Rhode Island Comic Con, we got to jump the line to go see Ron Perlman. We like were right up front to like watch Ron Perlman be drunk, and, and just, <laughs> I should not have said that online, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he may or may not have had a few too many before going up yes. to his Q and A. Yeah, for his Q and A panel, and uh, I'm Ron Perlman. Uh. Really? No. No, not, not really. Not really. But yes, he really was drinking, and you could tell. <laughs> you can smell it from the third row. I love Ron Perlman. Just so you guys know, I love Ron well, Perlman. Well, of course. Everybody loves... Yeah, everybody loves Ron Perlman. The Pearl, as uh, as Guillermo del Toro Or the him. Pearl Man. I can't remember. He gives, the he Pearl. Has, yeah, he has like a funny nickname for him. But him and Guillermo del Toro are best friends. Anyway, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Nope. Um, so, yes, Con Month Prep. Uh, we have been working on panels... For our con month. That's, that's kind of attributing to why this episode is so short. Yeah, so is because we've been scrambling so hard to be putting all of our panels. But the hardcore it. anime panel is done, which is excellent. We have this brand new setup this year, and I made some wicked openings yeah. that are really kind of I am really looking forward to this year's hardcore anime panel because yes. it's so different from any other one that it's I mean, not we tried, so different it's not so different but it it's it's formatted in a way that's that's similar but we're also adding these new elements that we've never used yeah. before that are going to be probably nothing that, that anybody at anime boston has ever and, seen before yeah well and if like if people come back they'll see things that they're familiar with and if, if there's new people it'll be perfect yeah well that's just it every time we go there it seems to be there's a whole new audience yeah but my wife who's not weird is a little is a little different too that's right. Yeah, you added. A, the, see, I'm kind of worried about that now because we only have an hour to do my wife who's not weird, and we filled the whole hour last time we talked. So, but now we've added stuff. So he, here's the thing about my wife who's not weird is we 
did it the first time and we got an extra half hour because our room was full before we were even sanctioned to go because there wasn't a panel in that room beforehand Yay! and there wasn't anybody to stop us you know from from starting early so we did start early and we ended up having getting like a half hour of q a i would afterwards, say about 15 too. minutes but yeah for like q a afterwards so the thing oh, really happened that was a really good 15 minutes but then when i did it at ShadowCon with cap from nerdy show we didn't get to do even do the fandom section because when yeah. we didn't get to do any Q and A whatsoever because well the way that that worked was that there our prep time went into our panel time which is so stupid we we <laughs> only had about fifty get minutes. your act together ShadowCon we had we only had about fifty minutes in order to get things get the ball rolling or, or and and in. It hurt us in that yeah. case. And I mean that wholeheartedly. Like, get your act together, ShadowCon. That's not... They've been there for six years. That's... Yeah, and that's... So that's even worse of an excuse. I don't know. But I think that we should be okay. I, I still th think that My Wife Who's Not Weird is a phenomenal panel. Yeah, uh, I can't wait. It's one of the most... It's one of the most hard... Like, I put my soul into that panel. Just so you guys know, um, we got our panels accepted a month before everybody else got their panels accepted. Like, nobody else has gotten their panels accepted yet, except for maybe industry guests and... And celebrities. And, and celebrities. Uh, and we're in that grouping with them with our two panels. Yeah. Uh, so we are humbled... And so thankful for that opportunity because we hope we can pull it off. Yeah, <laughs> and well, we we know we can pull it off, but we don't know the room size we're going to get for something like that. Because last year, literally, my wife who's not weird started a riot. You couldn't go down the hallway. They dispersed the crowd. It was nuts. So I they've and they've definitely recognized that, and they're definitely going to give us a bigger room this year. So we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. Fingers crossed. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yeah, I'm I'm really really looking forward to Con Month though as a whole cuz Con Month is probably one of my most favorite times to talk. We this get, is your pregame Con Month. This yeah. is what, I, that's exactly what we're doing right now. We're going to try to get some people on that you that you know or maybe that you don't know. We'll find out how it goes. So, yeah. That would mean that our Tapagachi is totally fan service related. You guys sent us a couple things. Uh we have some cool videos uh, that you'll be able to find in the description and some just queries, and then, of course, uh, a shout-out from Patreon. Can you believe that? That's right. Okay, so, yeah, uh, do we want to start with, with that for fan service? Or do sure, we... yeah, we'll start with that, and we'll end with an angry one. So check this out, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. 
so check this out guys um you guys might not know but nerdyshow.com the network that hosts us has a patreon we have talked about it beforehand but if you're new to listening to this show or if you just don't really know or listen to the end they have a patreon that you can uh donate money every month and to keep our, our network going and in the 20 dollar tier you get a monthly shout-out on the main Nerdy Showcast. Yes. However, uh, we had our first person who has kind of shifted the rules a little bit and has requested that they do a monthly shout-out on Wicked Anime. Yeah, so... so Again, yeah, really, really humbled. Yeah. Seriously. And we do... You've actually seen this person before if you've watched our Anime Boston video from last year. This is a staff member from Anime Boston. Her name is Allison. Yes, and with every monthly uh, shout-out, they get to have a personal message that yes. they wrote to us. So uh, when it, when you donate to the, the Nerdy Show Network on Patreon, I'll put a link in the description for anybody who's interested in this. If you want a shout-out on, uh, on our show, too, or any of the shows on the Nerdy Show Network, they're all super fantastic. Just let uh, let them know. Let Cap know. Uh, and when you email them your personal message and... and I am so excited that that we actually got to do this. So, Allison... I know some of our Monster Hunters yeah. out there ha get listen to our show. Allison Parent would like to remind all of her fellow nerds to use less plastic, take shorter showers, and go buy a sustainably sourced, reusable water bottle. Yes. Environmentally conscious. I love it. Yes. Thank you, Allison. We will be seeing you at Anime Boston. Yes. Uh, she... she Allison... Let's, let's talk a little bit about Allison. Um, yeah. Uh, How she, we met her, where we saw her. Yeah. We met her at Anime Boston last year. She runs, uh, or she works behind the charity booth um, because the New England Anime Society runs a charity every year where they donate to um, the Multiple Sclerosis Research yeah. Research uh, Society. And uh, that is amazing because we actually have life ties to Multiple Sclerosis. Yes, yeah, so when I, worked, uh, when I worked at my first studio gig, I was working for an animation uh, studio and... My producer's wife had multiple sclerosis, and it was really tough to watch because uh, she was such a kind lady. Um, but I also saw how strong of a man he was, uh, you know, going through this with her and being by her side. It was amazing. So uh, in that regard, multiple sclerosis is a, th a disease that's really kind of close to my heart. Um, as far as how it affects people and how it like breaks down the body, but also how, how strong people can be while they're afflicted with it. And if we can fight this disease. It would be amazing. And so that's really, it was so important to me. So, yeah. And I, I think that what anime Boston does for, for this is such a fantastic, they raise move. so much money for it. Yeah. It's, it's a great thing. And I mean, like, how can you go wrong with this? You can't, you absolutely cannot. And that is why every year we are so happy to donate. To yeah, we, yeah, we do. We donate research. at Anime Boston. Then. Yeah. So, and Allison is the only one who will handle, handle our money. She is Wicked yes. Anime's personal money donor handler. That's right. <laughs> so thank you, fan and personal money handler of our donations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and hey, if you guys want to shout out too, please do not hesitate to ask. We will be happy to... To oblige you. Yeah, and donate. Yeah, yeah, it's very humbling to us. Yeah, you can. We'll donate. Uh, you can also send. You know, your donations to the Nourisher Network on Patreon. Yep. Hooray. Okay, so for the rest of fan service. For the rest of fan service, 
We uh we got a couple uh, things from our fans. Uh, so, some of them we've already talked about. Brad sent us that picture set, which you can see down below. And oh, and Gerardo sent us the news articles. Yeah. So we do have some things from last episode and even the episode before that. So let's start with that one. So on episode eighty of the podcast, uh, we discussed. Oh, it doesn't matter what we discussed because I I was talking about Tenchi and what we were watching in that episode. So we got a, a thing from Scott, and Scott says. Here's a bit of feedback from the what, uh, what You're Watching segment that I want to give. Now that you're watching Tenchi, who is your waifu from the original Tenchi Harem? I think I have mentioned this before, but my ultimate waifu of all time is Ryoko. And then he kind of goes into some spoiler stuff about, uh, which I had already seen from Tenchi Universe, so you don't need to read that. <laughs> <laughs> Boop, just long, just as he reads it, just long, long center beep. That's right. right. Across the whole thing. So, his ultimate waifu from Tenchi is Ryoko. And I will say, Scott, I agree with you. There, no questions asked. As far as Tenchi Muyo goes, Ryoko is best girl in every single series of Tenchi. So, in, you know, Tenchi Ryoki, in Tenchi Universe, in Tenchi in Tokyo, Ryoko, across the board, easily, ultimate waifu. She's awesome. However, Scott also brought up another thing for episode 81 of the Wicked Anime Podcast. Oh, yeah? Yes. So first he wants to let us know that the DVD cut of There She Is, that short anime we talked about, yeah. is backed. And this was back even back when there was a still seven days left of the campaign. I believe the campaign is over by now. That's good. I, I like his animations. Yeah, it's fantastic. Second, uh, on that comedy anime, it seems uh, like Japanese do British comedy. Yeah, so he's, he's talking, talking about Konosuba. Yeah, Konosuba. Yeah, uh, they do Jap- uh, They do British comedy really, really well sometimes. Uh, my favorite example is Hiro Yoshikawa. And the Demon Castle. And the Demon Castle. Uh, he says it's kind of like a Japanese Holy Grail. Like Japanese Monty Python on the Holy Grail. Yeah, but he calls it, it says it's an officially licensed Dragon Quest parody. And then he touches on the Tapagachi. He says, on a Ska soundtrack, the game Incredible Crisis for the PS1, uh, had a Tokyo Ska Paradise Orchestra song, and that's what it was. Yeah, I remember that. Remember actually. Incredible Crisis? I do remember Incredible Crisis. That game was ridiculous. Yeah, I could not figure that game out <laughs> for the life of me. We would be able to now, but we were pretty young when it. Yeah, happened. back when that game came out, I think I was still in elementary school or middle school. So every time I played it on the demo discs that we had, do you remember demo discs, guys? Yeah, demo discs. Um, yeah, it was just like. Ugh. I could not figure it out. I tried it multiple times and just never happened. All right. And then uh, we have a vi- he has a visual novel soundtrack from Umineko no Nakuni. I love visual novel soundtracks. Yeah. Like, they're always good. The soundtrack has ingrained, like, its creepiness into his psyche and has, like, one of his most favorite I Figured Out the Solution songs. So, like, like the... Um... Do, 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 like from Legend of Zelda, that like that sort of thing. I think I so. figured out like I figured out the puzzle. Yeah. So um, that's that's when you find So Umineku Nakuni, I believe, is uh is kind of like a an offshoot of of uh Higarashi, like when they cry, Higarashi no Naku Koroni. Yeah. So probably. Uh, well, I mean, the text uh, on the in the sample is exactly the same. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Uh, the other one is the Mystery Solved theme from Detective Conan. Mm. It's pretty good. Pretty good stuff. And then another visual novel soundtrack. Soundtracks are dangerous. You could go on forever yeah. about them. Analog A Hate Story. A, sp- a Space Detective Waifu Simulator by, uh, by Christina Love. 
And uh, what he says is, it has a great soundtrack which brings you into a, the slow, contemplative reading of, uh, of what happened to the generation ship you found floating in space. Its sequel has a perfect opening theme, too. <laughs> putting, and then he say, goes on saying, putting Intention Universe again for the, uh, for the most sad song on the soundtrack, uh, Autumn of Life. Then finally he goes into the final com- compilation bouts. of yeah, his bouts of music, of random anime. Uh, we have Outlaw Stars opening, Through the Nights, Kaichu Wa Maid-sama opening, My Secrets, Final Fantasy Ultimate Ending, Vivid, Fairy Tale opening 3, Funkist, Sailor Moon opening, Moonlight uh, Dense... Densetsu. Yeah, from... Densets. From, uh, from Momori Clover Z. Is that really what it, is that Which one that is? Or is that the new one? That's Sailor Moon Crystal. Yeah. The Helsing ending, Shine, which I remember. I remember that quite vividly. Yeah. I remember World Without Logos, the opening. Yeah. And that one. And a bad copy of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 1. So, uh, one of the things that he mentioned was uh, Tenchi Muyo. And I must say as well that the ending theme to Tenchi in Tokyo is one of my favorites. Because it's one of those theme songs that's sung by the cast. Mm. I love those songs. I like those too. And that one is really groovy. Like, that one is re- that one has some really great composition in what it. What show this season is doing that? But thank you, Scott. Thank you for that fan service that you shot over to us. Next up, Mike sent us over a thing that he stumbled across on Facebook and uh, from uh, the J-Rock group on Facebook. And it's... He says it's pretty damn hilarious, in quotes. Okay. Um, it's called Mazinger Manager. So it's like this little uh, video... I haven't watched it yet, but I I, start, I loaded it up and it's like an office building setting. So I'm gonna watch it later. So it's gonna be in the description. Yeah, we'll uh, yeah we'll put it. In. And uh, speaking of Facebook, let's shoot over to Facebook. So over on Facebook we have Wicked Fan Max, Big Bad Shadow Man, and uh, Big Bad wants to let us know from episode 81. Uh, that, I like that news about Cloverfield. Yes, that we had discussed. <laughs> I like to point out that Cloverfield isn't a kaiju movie. It's more of a monster on the loose film. The only thing that's close to the uh, to a kaiju movie was the end credit music, which I absolutely agree. Yeah. That's kind of where we, you, you get the idea of that. That being said, I wasn't a big fan of the first Cloverfield movie. Between the super shaky cam, oh, and the try-hard-to-be-unique design <laughs> of the monster. <laughs> Ouch, yeah. I, I Well, yeah, the monster was a little weird. Well, but it's because he was mutated by a lot of chemicals and nuclear waste from the um you know from the slurpy company uh-huh. <laughs> the only the only highlight uh for me was the first time you actually get to see the monster uh but i was looking forward to the new one mostly because of the lack of shaky cam and that it has john goodman which if you haven't seen the, i like it because it has Mar- mary elizabeth Winston. yeah john then really likes mary elizabeth i, I, I don't do- disagree like mary <laughs> elizabeth mcguinn is awesome mcguinn is that not her name? Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I was talking about the Ghost in the Shell voice actress, <laughs> McLynn. McLynn. Yeah, Mary Elizabeth McLynn. That's uh, that's uh, Major Matoko Kutsunagi. Interesting. Whoops. <laughs> Weeb. Hang on one second. Yup. <laughs> that is totally what I did. It mixed those two up. Yay! And finally, we got a notification on Facebook. On here the last we go. <laughs> From you know who, it's from Wicked Fan Keto. And Keto shot us a message on Facebook saying, There might be an angry email waiting for you. 
And so I said, I am prepared, Keto. So I read through his email, and here's our response, Keto man. We always look forward to hearing what you have to say. And Keto says, seriously? What kind of anime podcast is this where you talk about music and don't beat everyone to death about Yoko Kanu? I think you might. I think I might have to unsub. This isn't the first time he's threatened to unsub. Yeah, and he never, he's still here, still sending us angry emails. That's right. We we look forward to your angry emails, Keto. He says Dylan wasn't even on here to mention kids on a slope. I don't understand why Dylan has to be here to mention kids on a slope. We love it just as much as he does. It's true, but he he well he was the one who brought it forth to everybody. Yeah, so we'll take it and adopt it, and we'll run with it. Kids on a slope. So uh, Keto, I think you would like to talk on kid, about kids on a slope, but if if you want us to talk about kids on a slope, let's do it. Kids on a slope, as far as the soundtrack goes, it's awesome, right? Well, yeah, anybody who really anything that Shinichiro Watanabe does is just utterly fantastic when it comes to music because everything that he does is based around music. Like, like Cowboy Bebop, it's about Bebop. Kids yeah. on a Slope is about jazz. And the animation that is is actually what really gets me about that. I actually prefer the animation of Kids on a Slope over the music. Yeah. Um, and then you have like Samurai Champloo, which is all about hip-hop in the Edo period, yeah. which is like this really strange fusion that just shouldn't work, but it does. Yeah, uh, and we've pretty much beat Shinichiro Watanabe's music to death. That's kind of the, on the, the show. Re- uh, I think the reason why we didn't do that. Yeah, was, I thought I thought we would get, we would tire you guys out. Yeah, if we, because I mean, obviously you would talk about Shinichiro Watanabe yeah. because his music is great. But I mean, we talk about him like every episode, and I, I just kind of feel like that if we keep talking about Shinichiro Watanabe, like we're doing right now, thanks Kito, is like <laughs> is like like oh my gosh, they're talking about it again. Don't they watch anything else? Yeah. <laughs> And then he says, uh, I guess it's time to flood Demolition D's inbox and uh, start recording a podcast. He says, I really hope you get the reference so I don't look like a jerk. <laughs> don't worry, Keto, we know. We, we, this is why we love reading your emails, because we know. Because he, he goes on saying, I kid, I kid. Somewhat. <laughs> he, that was his half kidding. He's, he's half kidding about all this. Um, we still should be ashamed, but he's not as mad as he makes it out to be that he's ashamed of us. Yeah. So he says that, because he just says that Yoko Kano is in one of his uh, top three composers of all time, which is really good. Uh, uh, so Kido says that his top three composers, as he would rank them, Yuki Kajura, Yoko Kano, Nobu Umats. Uh, Umats. Umats. <laughs> Nobu Umats. Umats. <sighs> Staying forever. <laughs> My favorite soundtrack, I think, would be from Dot Hack Sign, uh, which she mentions that we always talk about Sword Art Online and uh, fans come in and talk about Log Horizon, but nobody talks about Dot Hack. Nerd confession, Keto. I haven't seen Dot Hack yet. Or played. Yeah. So. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> but, uh, but the Dot Hack series is who features uh, Yuki uh, Kujira. Um, and all of her music and how it adds an extra dimension to the to the show slash video game. That's exactly the reason why we talked about it on the last podcast because because of that. <laughs> and then Keto says, "Kay, I'm not mad anymore. Just wanted to smack y'all around. And sometimes we need a smack around, Keto. But that's why we have you, the fans. Isn't that right? Yeah. We have you, the fans, so you guys can let us know. Hey, you guys should be talking about this. And that's why Keto got so angry. Ah." So we look forward to Keto's next angry email, right? And where can he find that email? What? Where can he find that email? Well, the, just to, oh, you're to, doing it you're was doing like, a thing. Yeah, I'm doing a thing. Whereas, like, we we transition right into 
into fa- uh, in, into shameless plugs. shameless plugs, but you didn't catch on, so now I have to explain this to you, which prolongs this recording even further. So that we can f- fill in that time. Yeah. Short recording. So you can was- email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where you can find all of our news and updates, and you can uh, contact us, no problem, just like Keto contacted us both on our Facebook and our Wicked Anime, uh, anime email address. Thank all of you guys who sent us over fan service. Um, you can also find us at youtube.com slash wicked anime reviews where jonathan is in fact working on a video right now as we speak yep Mm. it's actually even open in the background of his computer i can see it right there yep nice yep and you can of course find us at nerdyshow.com slash wicked anime if you are you know listening to this podcast there perhaps and if you're not listening to the podcast you can also see some videos there but you can also find the podcast at soundcloud.com slash wicked anime as well as itunes.com you can also find us at twitter.com at yo wicked anime. Tweet at us at yo wicked anime. We love our Twitter followers and our accounts. In fact, we just got a follow from the voice actress of Siri. Yeah, but the thing of that was is that she has almost she follows almost nine hundred thousand people. <laughs> so she just goes through and goes like yeah 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 yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. weird. Like we it was like wicked anime views. Yeah, sure, subscribe to them. Yeah, and it was the voice actress of Siri. Yeah, which I I loved. Like uh, that's I, really funny. Like at seriously Sharon. Yeah. So, uh, and then, of course, you can find us at Tumblr, and you can watch us tumble, tumble things at wickedanime.tumblr.com. And, of course, actually, uh, by the time this recording comes out, both Naruto, Ninja Storm, and Street Fighter are going to be out. Huh. So maybe we'll do some streaming with you guys on our Wicked Anaplay channel. Yep. Mostly on the weekends. Yep. But, yeah. Cool. How very cool. So, cool, cool. I hope this pre-con month uh, podcast got you excited for con month where we start talking about convention info and our convention experiences. Because everybody loves con stories, right? I do. I do. I think it's so fun to listen to. Hopefully we'll have a great cast for you, everybody who's coming to Anime Boston with us as we prep to go to our home convention. Uh, so we will see you then on the next episode and the start of our con month. Yeah, it'll be a regular episode next week. Uh, this one, This one's a little... A little different. Yeah. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. You can rest your head on a female thighs. And then, of course, they have, like, the Ahe Gao toilet paper. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> Would I want that? I... What? <laughs> no. But it, it does look like Shindo's work, and I'm very familiar with Shindo's work. <laughs> Cut that out. I don't want people knowing that. I don't what? think I can. <laughs> I honestly don't think I can. Uh. Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast. Presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes. 
or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other nerdy show programming, visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships. You can subscribe to the Wicked Anime Podcast via iTunes and SoundCloud. Leave a comment, like, and share, and follow Nerdy Show and Wicked Anime on all your favorite social networks. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.